back on the Carolina outdoors, travelers are crossing the globe and stopping by Jesse Brown's to outfit for their trips. Some of the items that people are taking may not surprise you at all. They're grabbing these things and uh, taking off and things such as a small light hiking pack. It's really a must. And as we've heard in the news across the globe, travel is at a peak and there is always stress in the airports and on the airplanes. So having a small lightweight pack goes a long way. But why are you taking that small lightweight pack? They're great for use as a personal bag on an airline, but they're also super for a hike, whether it be local or international, carrying water bottles, raincoats, personal items, and even that mobile phone slash camera. We're going to invite someone on, a specialist, if you will, from Adventure Marketing Group. Michael Smith's going to join us to talk packs, which is something that's not unusual to take on a trip. And then he's going to circle back around and talk to us about something that May, many of us may not know is a great uh, item for a trip. Michael, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Oh, Bill, sir. Thank you. I'm stoked to be here. Always a pleasure talking with you. Well, you're one of the best contributors to the Carolina Outdoors, bringing the wisdom that you uh, have as a as an outdoors person, but also working in the industry as a as an outdoor professional over at Adventure Marketing Group, with where you uh, really work with several great brands across the southeast, covering them. But we're going to hone in on hiking trips and trekking trips and and trips like that. Over at Jesse Brown's, we have people coming in that are traveling. They're traveling to Western North Carolina. They're traveling to Western United States, the Canadian Rockies, and we've had a big swell of Alaska and European travelers coming through the store. And it always brings about the topic for us to talk about are some requirements for said trip. And I think a hiking trip always requires a great pack uh, to to take out there. But these are people, Michael, that are not carrying a tent, sleeping bag. They're not carrying a sleeping pad or big items like that. They're staying in hotels, resorts, and lodges during these vacations, but they still need a pack, just a lower capacity pack. Can you talk to us about uh, some of the packs that are out there and maybe what we should look towards in the capacity pack uh, for those types of trips? I love the question. It's a it's a very common question, certainly, because whenever you're traveling like that, you you always like less is more, but you always need enough, right? So exactly. It's, it's, yeah, so you, you want that pack that can check a lot of boxes is what you're really after. You, you need to be able to carry your kind of – I have two young kids, so I call it my go bag. So I, I need all my essentials in it from uh, daily stuff when, when you're on your feet on daily adventures, and then you need to be able to translate that uh, onto an airplane with all the stuff for the kids in my scenario. So like having – if you think about that pack, you're kind of limited to what a carry-on dimension is. Mm-hmm. So let's think about the restrictions of what airlines would put into place. And every airline kind of gives you dimensions, but thinking around the mid-30 liter pack size is kind of a good rule of thumb. Um, it's actually on the bigger side um, of what most people think of, but you can easily get, um, I have a 36 liter pack as my go-to uh, carry-on piece. That um, it packs a lot, but it's also a backpacking piece as well. So it, it, it checks a lot of boxes, and it's also comfortable to be on my back um, all day long on the trail or just kind of city trekking. Yeah, so we need to imagine that. I mentioned the airports and being on an airplane, a small cabin uh, airplane, but 
Uh, I also mentioned Europe. So we're talking about getting on trains as well, being in in city hubs, whether it's London, Paris, uh, any of the big cities that people in Europe yeah. may, be, may be traveling. Talk, talk to us a little bit about the framework of a pack. We're carrying these packs not just to carry our necessities, but also to um, – to be on our back in a supportive role, how important is having a, a, the frame be heavy enough in a 30-liter capacity pack? Perfect. Uh, j- just like you, you need enough but not too much, right? So right. Um, there are a lot of frames out there um, that are, uh, they call it the trampoline style that a lot of people are familiar with, that it completely removes the frame and the weight of it off your back to give a lot of ventilation. So it's still going to be comfortable carrying that weight. However, it's not going to be hot and clammy. But um, you'll also now think backpacking pack. So you'll have a waist strap around your waist to carry the load so it's not heavy on your shoulders. Um, but also a comfortable shoulder strap um, and then a sternum strap around. So it becomes really part of your upper torso more so than thinking about uh, slucking around um, a bag of rocks on your shoulders as well. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, some of this conversation is going to be about um, surprise items that we don't think that we need, but after we start using them, we end up loving them. But the attributes of a smaller pack – and over at Jesse Brown's, Michael, just you know, we have some that really go into the book bag category, but they're they're nice. Uh, the North Face, we have several from from that company. Osprey, uh, you work with a company, one of the oldest recreational backpacks uh, backpack companies in the world, Deuter. Um, they are out of Germany, but I think their USA is based in Boulder, Colorado. But you mentioned Hip Belt hydration pocket what about that attribute within a pack deuter has hydration pockets i believe that are compact and also help us hydrate when we're out on a hike yeah spot on one i'm impressed with your deuter knowledge bravo sir <laughs> um, but yeah for um deuter for us we carry uh, the speed light um a family of packs is kind of um kind of what hits that right on the button it comes in the low teens in terms of liters, and then all the way up um, to the upper 30 liters as well. But yeah, and all of them have the hydration bladder sleeve on the interior that can hold hydration, um, bladder any size you want, um, but which is good. It kind of gets a little hazy whenever you're talking about airport travel, international oh, travel, because you're yes. usually not doing bladders for trips like that. However, I find it's a perfect place to make sure your pack is dry, but it also works for a laptop sleeve if you're ever doing that crossover um, and you need that to kind of like cross-function and you need to pack that kind of stuff on that trip. So I, I still, it's funny that you brought that up because I still utilize that even for long trips when I'm, I used to have like a stainless steel water bottle um, that I pack out on the back um, and not a bladder style, but it all adapts to it. Well, that is why you are a great contributor to the Carolina Outdoors is because you help remind us we can't take 100 liters worth of of, uh, liquid uh, through TSA. You can (laughs) fill up. Way too much. (laughs) Way too much. But uh, once you've gotten through security, of course, you can uh, load up in the special machine that will fill up your water bottle and and save from the landfill um, with that. So you mentioned... Uh, hip belt uh, earlier not as heavy a requirement on these small packs but that's what that's where you want to carry uh, most of the weight is make your legs and hips do the load bearing part and then just let your shoulders be the balance even on these small speed light lightweight packs 
Yep, you're exactly right. Yeah, I, I always say about 80-20, 80% of that weight on your hips, 20% um, on on your shoulders. But uh, some magic blend in between all of that's going to be everybody's magic magic answer. Uh, well, here comes my favorite thing. We have Michael Smith from Adventure Marketing Group on the Carolina Outdoors. He's sharing his wisdom about uh, summertime travel and what we are expected to take, like a small, lightweight backpack, not, again, for your tent, sleeping bag, sleeping pad, or cook gear, but for your raincoat, your uh, your your cell phone, your uh, journal. That is what's going to go in this small backpack, your sna- snacks and your water totally expected. Michael, you've talked to us about the next topic that I'm going to bring up, product category that I'm bringing up. We have them at Jesse Brown's. Uh, But to me, this is one of the secret products that people just discount, really. They, They don't even pay attention until they see other people using it. And once they use these, they're hooked. They're addicted which that's a pretty powerful word, but talk to us about trekking poles on these trips. We're not talking about heavyweight hiking the Pacific Crest Trail or the Appalachian Trail. We're talking about a walking tour in your Europe or Western North Carolina. What is the benefit of trekking poles? Well said. It, it, we still have that stigma on trekking poles, right? Um, people kind of put it in their mind that they're for one classification of people, but that's certainly not the case. Um, in this case, Bill, it is perfect for every um, mile that you want to put underneath your feet. Uh, trekking poles make us a more stable animal, right? It protects our knees. It protects our ankles. Anybody that is prone to rolling ankles, that is me. I got my hand raised in the air right now. Hip problems, um, higher impact. It allows us to utilize our upper body when we walk, um, not just our legs when we walk mile after mile after mile. And if you think uh, city landscape, you can throw rubber tips on the bottom of them. Um, and it's easy to use. You can use one. You can use two. Um, it's it's a great partner for you while you're on your feet all day long. I think that's usually uh, one of the ways to get through the barrier of entry with a trekking pole is a lot of them come in pairs. Most of them over at Jesse Brown's, the trekking poles that we have, uh, which actually you work with this company, Lucky Trekking Poles, uh, another fabulous uh, company. They are in pairs. So for people that have a resistance, usually they're men, have a resistance to a pair, if you say, well, you can use one stick and and your, your spouse can use the other stick, they'll buy it. But then they usually end up coming back and getting another pair because... Talk to us about that tandem working, uh, not just the support and protection that it'll give to your ankles, your, your knees, your lower back, your hips, but talk to us about the efficiency of just even the walk or the efficiency of your gait when you're using two trekking poles when you're out on a walk. Yes, yeah, certainly. It's, it's it's think about one. You're always you're always pulling one arm in a different cadence than your other, so it is slightly more unnatural feeling. But the second you add two, there's 
equal rhythm. There's an equal cadence that your body can get into, and it's an even flow. Your, your center of gravity is a lot more balanced. I um, mean, you're not catering to one side. So you find that rhythm. Um, it works on flats because it picks up and makes you more stable. It gives you an easier cadence on the uphills. Um, it'll help your uh, knees with impact and allow you to use your arms a lot. And then even on down uh, declines, um, kind of the pole goes first, and you lower yourself down on it with an easy cadence. And um, it, it lowers that impact um, just over and over and over walking. Uh, I agree. The pair is certainly the way to go. Well, and, and of course, we're talking about travel. It is summertime. Uh, the travel season is upon us, and people are going this way, that way. Michael, we have a great airport here uh, as we broadcast from the cavernous Studio D in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we have people going all over the world. So we're talking travel. The thing we left out, we're kind of on the trail, on the sidewalk, in the city. Talk to us about, well, we'll talk about lecky trekking poles and their ability to break down to go in luggage. In fact, we can carry these on the airplane uh, if we have nice TSA people. Am I right or am I wrong? Billy on a trekking pole that will not get you through TSA on a carry-on. Uh, they're super compactable, but you'll have to check it. You can easily ah. check it. But, however, um, because of the tip on that pole, um, it's actually the exact same material as glass-breaking uh, material, <laughs> so they're not going to allow it on a check-on piece. But um, but it will but, go into our luggage because they are uh, yes. telescopic, really, uh, so they'll break down to 30 inches or less in many cases uh, and go into our suitcase or you our You are duffel. exactly right. Yeah, I think I might have said that wrong. It's, yes, you are absolutely allowed to check it, um, and they do collapse very small. They either, like, telescope in or they're three sections that fold into each other, um, very compact and very small. And, yes, they can fit um, in any checked piece of luggage, any size, quite frankly. Um, I haven't seen a bag that's too small that uh, paratracking poles couldn't fit into. He's an outdoorsman, he's a dad, he's a traveler, he is a professional in the outdoor industry. Michael Smith from Adventure Marketing Group joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors. We're glad that you have joined us on the Carolina Outdoors whenever you're joining us, whether it's early on a Saturday morning via the airways of WBT Radio or if you're subscribing to us via podcast highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. You can go back and type in Lecky Trekking Poles, and up will Michael Smith will pop up because he's contributed and talked to us about the attributes of that uh, category in the outdoor realm before. We're glad we have him on here, too. Talk to us a little bit about uh, the the sweaty palm syndrome uh, and what Lecky does because they have a lot of them anyway. We have uh, Legacy Lights and Makalu, this and that at Jesse Brown's from Lecky. But, Michael, they use a cork handle to help manage the, the sweat from our palm. Yep, absolutely. So um, you're exactly right. I don't, I don't think it's an official syndrome, the sweaty palm <laughs> syndrome. But, um, yes, the different material makeups uh, certainly exist on trekking poles as well. But uh, go all the way to the cork compound where cork's just a little softer and it helps manage that moisture on the hand, keeping the hand drier as well. Over, like, you don't think about it being a problem, but over and over and over, gripping one piece of contact with a hand um, while you're walking for miles, it, it's an area that uh, you need to pay attention to just kind of like the feet and the uh, blisters you don't think about it until it's a thing oh. but um yeah but the, the handles uh, for the materials on all of our poles um uh, cater to exactly the sweaty palm syndrome 
which I'm uh, guilty of. It is a true syndrome. <laughs> Just ask my wife. Well, we don't hold hands anymore because of exactly that. <laughs> Michael, you're too cool to join us. On a personal note, uh, what do you have up your sleeve uh, for this summer, or what have you done from an adventure or travel uh, situation this summer that you can tell us about? Oh, man, I just got back from a beach trip because I just turned 40 with my kids. So it was a long car trip that I got to do with my kids, which was a lot of fun. Um, I I always like doing that. And then uh, actually uh, coming up in a couple months, um, a fellow coworker of mine and I are going to – we get to bike the the whole Blue Ridge Parkway uh, coming up um, in a couple months, which we're we're very excited to do. So a lot of packing and a lot of scheming to do um, with those trips. Well, we're going to have to tag you back in to find out about that Blue Ridge parkway trip to uh, uh, preparation uh, and post trip as well michael thank you for jumping on and if you're just joining us here on the carolina outdoors and missed the entire segment head over to highlights of the carolina outdoors podcast and check it out you'll find out about the things that's not that big of a surprise that's great for a trip a small backpack and you'll also learn about something that is a surprise for many of us take trekking poles they'll help support protect and make us more efficient at our walk, hike, or trek. Michael, thank you Thank you much. Always a pleasure. Appreciate you, Bill. Off he goes, and off we go. But just for a moment, don't leave. We're going to come back to the other side of the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 